Welcome to the Mainly Things Podcast. This is Andrew Ross. And Justin Bush. And Josh Booth. Josh Booth. Yes, we that's that makes two podcasts in a row we have guests. Yeah, go. I know. Check us out. We're big time in it now. Maybe we're just gonna become a podcast that just has guests now to yeah, I talk mean, about stuff. We're a few downloads away from Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, we are very excited tonight to have our friend Josh Booth with us. Uh just a little quick intro and a plug. For Mr. Josh Booth. Josh is one of the two hosts of a podcast all about the Pittsburgh Pirates. So if you are a Pittsburgh Pirate fan or no one, I no one, you probably know one. Are you saying Maybe no one, one is a Pittsburgh Pirates fan? No one or <laughs> you only know one. <laughs> Either one could be used in there. No, I'm just kidding. But he does a really good job and he does a podcast called Bridge to Bucktober. And it is actually, I've listened to it, and I've probably learned more and know more about the Pirates this year than I do about the Indians. Hello, oh. my name is Justin Bush, and I used to be an Indians <laughs> fan. I was going to say, you mean the, the Guardians. But yes, Bridge to Bucktober is a great podcast. Honestly, if you're not even a Pirates fan, you're just like baseball. Josh and his brother are probably like two of those like knowledgeable guys of baseball. Just go listen to them talk baseball. Yeah, there's some definitely some episodes in there about uh, rules. One of your first episodes was about yeah. rules, and, and you guys talked about that. And I know some of the other episodes are just baseball driven, not necessarily just the Pirates. Yeah, but uh, so she like check baseball. that out. Check, check that it out. out. Yeah, so Cleveland Guardians. Do you like that name? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. He didn't ask if you di- if you didn't like the change. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do not like the change. I will not. I am. I'm going to be stubborn. I may become a Pirates. That's right. Ah, oh. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. Well, well, it's still the jury's out on that one so far. We'll see what happens. But anyway, Josh, why don't you just tell us quick about yourself? Little, little quick bio about you, who you are, uh, your kids, your wife. Yeah. Blood type. Blood type. <laughs> social security number. Uh, credit card. Seven 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 five five five. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I. Uh, hi, I'm Josh. <laughs> uh, wife Katie. We have two kids, uh, Keely and Milo, and they're about five years apart. So that's a lot of fun. When we got married, we were having zero kids, and then after Keely, we were like, okay, well, that's our only one. So <laughs> that's where we are. <laughs> you guys got had like Keely was like. For people who said we don't want to have kids, and then you have Keely, she was like the best yeah. kid yeah. for for people who said we don't want to have. It. She's like the coolest <laughs> little kid she I think I've ever cool. met. Keely is very cool. But now you have Milo. How old is Milo? A year, and I'm not good at the month thing. Yeah, I'm he not was either. born uh, in January of last year, like just right before, right before everything shut down. When do you just drop the month thing and just say they're one years old? It, well, that's what I. I mean, I did that. How le, this last January? Yeah, he's one. <laughs> he's I'm done one. with the month thing yeah. now. He's one. At some point, he's one and a half. I don't know when that is. He's so, past one and a half. Now. He's past one and a half now. Yes, yes. He's one year. That's old. why I was like, I got the one and a half piece. Now I'm like, I don't know where he's at. So he'll be two in January. That's right. <laughs> so you went from one to two. So how big of a difference was it for you guys jumping from one to two? Obviously, there's a big age difference there yeah. in between. Not huge, but more than some. But big enough that it's not as big of a deal as it is for most. Yeah. Because we actually like 
well, you guys know her. She was helpful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. she still is. You know what I mean? So that makes it that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. See, we're about to have two. And Judah keeps saying, I'm going to help. And I'm like, I oh, don't yeah. know how much is that he's going to get outnumbered. Oh, quick. he'll help, buddy. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to help. <laughs> I'm going to teach Dude. that boy to change a diaper quick. Lot, lots of help. <laughs> like, hey, you want to help? 3 a.m. Get on up, buddy. Let's feed these babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd yep. love that. He'd love that. So, Justin, what's new in your life, man? Oh, man. New in my life. This past weekend, we did some fun stuff. Went to the zoo, uh, which was actually pretty cool. It was hot, hot one this weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did see the cheetahs run. G- love that. Get the cheetah run. That was pretty cool. Boys thought that was awesome. The baby elephant there. They've got a baby elephant. He's seven weeks old. He's like 463 pounds at seven weeks old. Like, I mean, that's a lot of weight. I mean, that's like what I bench press. How, no, I'm just <laughs> How many weeks is it? Seven weeks. Seven weeks, man. Seven weeks, 463 pounds. Have you ever seen The Protector, Tony Jaw? No. Okay, go watch that movie. That's a movie. The, I was about to ask, what, yeah. is it, what is it? Yeah. The Protector? The Protector. Was it? Quick, uh, brief it's overview. it's uh, Tony Jaw's, uh, he's Thai, okay. and these guys come in and they take his pet elephant. And the whole movie is him just destroying everyone in his path while he's trying to go get that elephant. So it's kind of like a John Wick movie. <laughs> I was about to say, but with an elephant. <laughs> but with an elephant. There, there's, one, there's one scene that's continuous roll for like eight minutes. And yeah, dude, it's, it's, if, if you like to see uh, a good old-fashioned butt-kicking... Tony Jaw, man. The protector. The protector. The protector. All right, everyone. And he has and he has a baby elephant too that goes that they that they take as well, <laughs> named Corn, and he's always looking for corn. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe we should just watch it next next uh, podcast. We just review the protector, recap oh. the protector, yes. oh, and man. John Wick, and we can do a comparison <laughs> comparison video. Protector and John Wick. So, the zoo. I mean, it has been hot. So like. We just got, um, the church gave me a griddle, a flat top for ordination. and Yeah, congratulations. I think, yes. did we say something last time about that? You might have. I don't remember. It's funny, I was out with a teen the other day and he kept saying ordinated or something like that. He's like, now that you're ordinated, I'm like, what are you saying? He's like, ordinated. I'm like, okay. Ordinated. <laughs> sure. Decorated. Yeah, it's decorated, whatever. <laughs> ordained. Like, oh, whatever you want. Ordained. ordained. Actually, I mean, to cut you off. Yes, I just did. I'm, I apologize. You're good. But uh, ever since he's been ordained, he's been talking louder into this <laughs> microphone. We, we had to have him back away from the mic uh, tonight because just now that he's ordained, that voice is just booming. I think it's a uh, it's a blessing so he can reach more people. That's right. With, with that booming voice, got a little more of the spirit. In yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And I'm and yeah, I'm sitting here. It's all new because we got even a new mic. And anytime we have three people, I'm just over here adjusting like back and forth. So yeah. But anyways, it's been hot. So we have this griddle. And ever since we've gotten the griddle, like Sam wants everything made on the griddle. Like this week, it like, seemed like everything she bought was like, oh, you can do it on the griddle. Dude, tonight I was out there cooking breakfast on it. And it was like, it was ridiculously hot. And like I came inside and my jersey, I was wearing a jersey. I had to change clothes because I was outside cooking. But uh, I, I was cooking some pancakes and as I was bringing them in, I dropped like almost half of them, and I slipped on the on the pool noodle and stuff. It just wasn't a good night time. But the griddle's been amazing. Though. I did smash burgers and chicken teriyaki sandwiches on them, and they've been awesome. So uh-huh. if you don't have a griddle, man, you need to get one because it's changed my life. I don't have one. Josh, do you do any of that stuff? 
You guys air fry. You guys we do are rocking the air fryer. Uh, I have uh, I have one of those. Uh, what do you call it? With the uh, yeah, hot plate. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No, that my grill is one of the uh, infrareds. Oh, oh yeah. you know okay. what I mean. Okay. And yeah. so like your it's outdoor even. grill. Yeah, my yeah. outdoor grill. Those things are nice. And so it's like no, but we have like a little indoor griddle that mm-hmm. we do stuff like that. But I just like it because. It's so massive, and you can just go out there and just like cook a bunch of bacon at once, and not worry about like grease yeah. splatter all the way. You just just throw the stuff right into the container, and yeah. you're done, man. Cook a pound of bacon literally in like four minutes. The other day, Sam was like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah, you can put it all on there, fry it." What's the done. top? What's the top? It's well, it's rolled steel, is what it is. So you do some like Philly cheesesteaks on there? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's what. So that's what the chicken teriyaki is. Basically, I kind of made it like that. Just cut up some chicken, marinate it in teriyaki and soy sauce and threw it on there with onions and then put some provolone cheese on it and toast up the buns. Yeah. It was good. Sounds good. It was good. You know, it's funny you say Philly cheesesteaks. My brother's actually in Philly right now. Mm. He's going to be there for six months working a job. And he said like he went to go get a Philly cheesesteak. And they're like, no, it's it's just cheesesteak. Yeah, it's just cheesesteak. It's cheese just cheesesteak. That's steak. it. Kind of like, oh, I guess probably if you live there, you probably don't <laughs> say, give me a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. But that's funny. Cheese Whiz, though. Yeah, a white Cheese Whiz. Whatever place he went to, they used like a white Cheese Whiz. I don't know if I can get this down with that. Have you ever had it with Cheese Whiz, Josh? No. Have you? No. No. No, I've only been to Philly once, and we never were able to leave the hotel to go explore. All right. Explore the I, city. Uh, you know, every time I've ever had a cheesesteak, it's always had like provolone on it. Yeah, and me too. I just can't imagine eating or white like, American. Yeah, or white yeah. American. I can't imagine eating a sandwich with that like aerosol cheese whiz. I don't know. I think it just sounds weird to me. Uh, I'd give it a go. I mean, I would <laughs> <give it> a, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not gonna try it. I'm a, I'll try anything, but like better than provolone or American cheese. I don't know. But anyway, let's just go ahead and let's roll into this great segue. I'm real smooth at this. Let's roll into what our Manly Things topic of the night is going to be. And contrary to the intro for our good friend Josh here, we're not going to be talking about baseball tonight. We will probably have him on. Uh, No, probably. We will have him on (laughs) again probably in October. Get some October baseball into the season. Um, He probably won't be talking about the Pirates. (laughs) No, we will be irrelevant at that point. Hopefully we'll be talking about the Reds, but I don't know, man. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. But uh, tonight, actually, we are going to talk. Actually, Andrew, why don't you tell us what we're going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's what we're going to talk about. So, Josh, Josh, you guys recently purchased what what most people would say would be an unusual type of home and completely renovated it. But Josh is really into this whole smart home thing. And, like, he's far more techier than we are. In fact, like, his podcast set up, like, if you look at ours and his, like it's a big difference because we're like, yeah, we just have microphones and computer and we just don't edit it and stuff. But Josh is really into this stuff. So Josh bought uh, a place and renovated. But Josh, let's just start talking like, so what did you buy? Uh, an old fire station. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dude. It uh, is. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's the first time. And, and it's, it's one story. The, the first thing we always get is, did you leave the pole there? There was no pole. Yeah. It's all one floor. Yeah. So. Do you have ranks in your house? (laughs) No. Lieutenant. 
Lieutenant we do, Josh. We do, get, uh, we do get some former firemen knocking on our door every once in a while. Seriously? Mind if I look around? Huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my home. See it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you bought a firehouse, renovated it completely, and I uh, came over there not that long ago, and you showed us around. But tonight we're going to be talking about kind of um, smart home uh, technology. And so first thing is I just want to ask you, out of everything you did there, and we can talk about a lot of the stuff. Mm. Was what was the first thing you had to do to the house to make it a smart home? Like, what was that first thing that you're like, I got to do this first? Well, Wi-Fi? No. Wi-Fi? Wi- <laughs> like Actually, ac- I mean, really, it is. I mean, you got to have internet. And the first, so because it's a two-sided place, there was like the living quarters on one side and then the two fire trucks on the other side. So they're kind of two buildings. So what was important was in order to get Wi-Fi through those walls, we had to have set up a mesh Wi-Fi system. So were they firewalls? <laughs> I mean, they're not going to burn down. <laughs> <laughs> Good old firewall. So Wi-Fi, obviously. Yeah. But what what were some of the things that you're like at the beginning? Like, what got you into it? Uh, it interest. <laughs> yeah. But you could you could operate off of only Wi-Fi, but then I kind of made the decision pretty early to go with the smart things platform. And so you have to have a smart things hub. I was early enough knowing that, that we got a smart things Wi-Fi mesh system. So I didn't have to buy a separate hub because it actually is built into our, our Wi-Fi routers. What are, what are some like other choices? You went with smart things. Do you know you could, offhand so, what some of the other choices Yeah. Are? So you could go, I mean, you could go, mostly off of Wi-Fi and just use, um, I mean, usability, you could say, you're going to start, most people, you're going to think, am I going to go as far as voice assistant? Am Mm -hmm. I going the Google route or the Amazon route? You know what I mean? Because that's going to define a lot of the direction that you go from there. Um, So I think that's there. If you go one or the other, you technically could stop there. You don't have to get another hub because then everything could just go through your Wi-Fi. Okay. Okay. So if you if you did something like that, we still have a lot of things that don't go through smart things okay. that still go through Wi-Fi. And so it's integrated with the voice assistant and with Google and everything, like our washer and dryer. I mean, the only <laughs> things they do is say, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> and we get a notification on our phone. Yeah. Or we can load the clothes and put the soap in and close it and then leave the house and then when we're getting ready to come home, we can start the washer from Columbus. Okay. You know what I mean? We could do stuff like that, but that way it's not like, it's like not some... like going to load the dryer for us and start that too. <laughs> yeah. That's, That'd be amazing. Know, that's what that's, kids are for. I mean, that's what we'd Keely's like to for. get there. You know what I'm saying? We, I want it to load the dryer too. Yeah. <laughs> so you went with Google then, not we went Amazon. With Google. Okay. Yeah. Not with Amazon. So what made you go with Google? Instead, you just want to say, Hey Google instead of Hey Alexa. Sorry for everyone who he just triggered your what? voice assistant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? What did I just say? By well, saying use the that, trigger word. <laughs> anyone listening oh, is Yes, like, that's going to be amazing. So just to let you know, if, just I add, listen, hey Siri. <laughs> if I listen to this out loud in the middle of my house, there's a chance that 11 voice assistants could have heard you because <laughs> that's, that's how many we have in our house. That's amazing. Yeah, we went with Google uh, mostly just because I don't, quite trust Amazon, but, okay. <laughs> and, and 
un- oddly enough, I trust Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is. Google's but been around longer. Let's go with Google. Well, basically, Google got caught a long time ago, and then they were like, oh, we better tighten this thing up. And then Amazon got has gotten caught a bunch, and they're like, yeah, I don't care. I'm Bezos. I can do what Jeff I want. <laughs> Bezos, man. I can go to I can go to space with my friends and have fun. Yeah. Did you see that where he went to space? Uh, yeah. Like the dude's insane. I don't, yeah. So it's funny as we were talking about this. All of a sudden, the movie. I don't know if you guys we're all around the same age. Grew up watching Disney. Those Disney original movies. There's one called Smart House or Smart Home. <laughs> do you guys remember that movie? No, I never watched. Do you remember Josh? Uh, I do not. Uh, Katie does. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I used to love those movies on Disney, but there's one, literally, at, like basically what Smart Homes are now, except for they probably did were like crazy, like hey, I want a cheeseburger and like a cheeseburger would appear. Now yeah. I want to get to that. At that point, <laughs> I will be in on the Smart Home movement if I can just like have food be made for me and prepared like my fridge just like pops out a sandwich essentially where we're at right now with smart homes is you're just finding out interesting and cool ways to turn things on and off (laughs) i mean really that's really what's going on oh (laughs) that's all you're doing but you you also integrate things like your uh thermostats Mm -hmm. all your lights different things but yeah i mean it is essentially turning things on and off um but yeah, so what has been your favorite thing, though, by far, that you put in that you're like, this is like the one thing I like to show people? Hmm. You got, you got, <laughs> no, you know, you, we're not going there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have seen the, uh, the really funny one that I, the routine that I set up in the bedroom, um, which for the record has never been used uh, because it would Lies. be hilarious, Lies. which it would be hilarious. Anyway. I don't really know. That's a good question because there's a lot of them. And for me, it's always about the next thing just because yeah. it's like it's just a hobby at this point. Yeah. So. Um, well, would it be easier? Would it be easier for you if I said what was the most useful thing? Like what's yeah. the thing that you've put in so far? It's been like this has been the best. The thing most yet. useful thing are to replace the light switches with smart light switches. Okay. That's the most useful because then you don't have to worry because like getting into buying smart bulbs and the right kind of smart bulb and where you're going to put them, that gets super expensive. Or you can just spend the money on the one thing that just controls the dumb light bulbs that you have in your light fixture already. Yeah. And so the the light switches. Plus, I get these ones that got the cool light bar on them and you can change yeah. the color. And you. But the other cool thing is with all of these, you've got all your different options to, it's not, it just up is on, down is off. So if your mom's there, she turns the light on by hitting the up. She turns it off by hitting the bottom. But you can also double tap okay. either one of them or triple tap either one of them. And you can set up different routines. So like when I go, when I go into my office in the morning, I open the door and then one of my routines runs yeah. and my light strip goes on. But I double tap the light switch that just controls the light at the top of the room. Like, and it's just a single light light on the overhead light. It's not a smart light, but I have the smart switch. But when I double tap it, it not only turns on the overhead light, but then it turns on the two hue bulbs that I have on my shelves behind me Yep. and my hue light strip that's behind my desk. And if I triple tap it, it actually turns off the overhead light, changes the color of all those and turns on my little fan, which is the fan is controlled by a smart plug. Yeah. Leave the fan on all the time. The smart plug turns it on and off. And so that's cool. 
things like that. Yeah, it's now. Do you have a routine for when you're gaming? Like, so that is it. Okay, that's, what that's I was the one. Yeah, so when, you're, when you're gaming, it's the triple. It turns pack. it turns on the fan because okay. it's gonna get hot in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Xbox starts starts firing you, up. You got it, the new one. I do. It's totally quiet, but it is hot air coming out of there. Is it really? Has there been any issues? I mean, just talking about the Xbox real quick because I've never had an Xbox, but I just remember. Uh, they were very popular with the Xbox 360s for overheating. Has there been any issues with this newer? No, the new yeah. design is actually really good for that. It looks really yeah, nice. It makes the room hot. The <laughs> Xbox stays Does cool. <laughs> but your setup, dude, that room, man. And I, I can turn on my Xbox with my voice. Okay, so... <laughs> it's is integrated. That, is that the Xbox or is that smart home stuff? That is the Xbox working with the Google... Okay. And I think it does with Amazon as well. But Is that why you went with Google? Because you're an Xbox guy? No. Actually, I think I started doing smart home stuff when I was still a PlayStation guy. Oh, see, I didn't know you were a PlayStation guy <laughs> at one point. There we go. Yeah. Does Apple not have a smart home hub? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, HomeKit. HomeKit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't bring that one up because we do not use Apple. <laughs> yeah. See, that's... I'm I, not I'm, a fan. I, I'm not a huge techie guy, so whatever is given to me, I just use. So I have a mix of stuff. I yeah. just use it. So, like, I'm using a Mac right now, but I always say, like, I'm not using it to its potential. I could literally have, like, the cheapest computer because I just write on this computer. I haven't now, because of COVID, when we were all online, I didn't have to start making some videos, like youth group videos. So then I started using it a little yeah. bit more. But, yeah, other than that. I just need words. Microsoft words yeah. is that all I need. I'm probably one of the least techie people to ever exist. Like <laughs> if I lived <laughs> like <laughs> my whole goal and I don't know. Josh, you might be you might be convincing me to slowly transition into more of the tech stuff and and smart home but like most people who know me would be like, "Yeah, that guy right there like he probably would do well in a cabin in the woods with a wood-burning <laughs> stove. <laughs> I've seen like uh, videos of guys who have routines in their smart homes. Like if there's ever like an invader, they'll say like, "Hey Google, there's an invader," and all of a sudden like lights go off, like red, like strobe lights come on, yeah, yeah. and like all the Roombas, they'll have like twelve Roombas just come out of <laughs> closets, and all this like loud music starts playing. I'm like, I would do stuff like that and just freak people out all the time as soon as they walk in, just like create yeah. routines that would just trip people out. We do have a robot vacuum. Okay. Is it controlled by your smart home? Uh, it can be. Okay. But uh, I, I think it's probably me. Yeah. But I, I think it was. I think if I just it removed it and then set it up again, I could get it to work. I can make it go, but I can't make it go to a certain area. We also have named our areas like some weird names, so maybe that was on on us too. Like we've got Cheers, which is the whole area. You know what I mean? I'm okay. a Cheers fan. So. Yeah. Okay. And we and our robot vax name is Norm, which is why we called Norm. it Cheers. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, because like it, because though. when we send him out, and we could, you know we could schedule him too if we didn't have kids, but uh, when we send him out, usually we all go Norm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so that's, that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be amazing if you just said that and they just like perked up and started coming out. Yeah, but you also got an awesome like garage. When I say garage, I'm talking like the the bay where the trucks were basically. Yeah. And that's where you have, like, your workout equipment and stuff in there. Is there any smart home stuff out there? Or is that just an amazing garage where you work out and hit softballs? Um, Which yeah, Josh right. is a huge softball fanatic, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a camera set up out there. Okay. We, have, um, <laughs> we, have a, we have a sensor on the garage door 
that knows that, that it can tell me when the garage door is open. Yeah. And when it is, I have different, uh, remember the light switches I was talking about with the little light bar on them? Yeah. Uh, if the garage door is open, then there's a few of them that will be red to, to say the garage door is open. Um, specifically the one in the bathroom, which is helpful because if I'm in the shower and the garage door opens, I can look over and I, if, if I see that light red, then I know that somebody's home. Yeah. So you that's know pretty I mean? cool. That is nice. Yeah. That is nice, man. My, my home is a dumb home, except for when we moved in, the person put in ring cameras. So I got three ring cameras. So that's pretty much the extent of my, my smart home right now. I have an Alexa too. Well, wait, no, I do got one smart. I got one smart light bulb. And this is because in our bathroom, right above the shower, there was a, there was a light in the shower. Um, no switch would turn it on and off. So if you put a light bulb in, it was on. It was just yeah. all the time. We couldn't find the switch for it. I'll probably need an electrician to come show it. Yeah, but that'd I'm be like, good. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just always on. So I bought a smart light bulb so that way I could turn it off with my phone yeah. and turn it back on. So, yeah, I do have a smart light bulb. There you go. What about you, Justin? You got anything smart in your home? I mean, Clarissa. I think I have a pretty decent IQ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, we've got an Alexa, yeah. and Jet runs around and goes, Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. It's <laughs> not listening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, or, like, one time he actually made it work, and, like, he gave this, like, biggest astonished look, like, <gasps> And just start smiling real big, like it hurt me one time. So we have that. See that joy? That's that's why you have a smart home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, it would be so annoying right now. The boys have to be older. If uh, we had it right now, Katie's sister and her awesome. boys were over a couple three weeks ago, and. Keely was showing them how to control all of the lights in our house, right? Yeah. And one of them must have said the perfect words of turn off the lights, but must have been in a room. Usually if you say turn off the lights and you say it to a speaker sitting in, say, the living room, then it would turn off the lights in the living room like it would understand that. He must have been in a different room that didn't have lights or something because then it said, turning 26 things off and he, <laughs> or whatever it was. And it's like, oh, great. And yeah. then they did it and turned it red, which wasn't hard for the lights that don't change color. Yeah. But what had happened was all of those little light bars on all of our light switches all turned red. And I had to, there's no like command to just change it. So yeah. I had to go into the settings of each one of them and change it back. And I was like, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> The the kids trick the computer. Kids oh. will figure that out, man. Yeah, I know. Keely's she's she showed us when I think it was when we were there, wasn't it? wasn't it? When like the different colors, she changes the colors yeah. in the room with the lights. And, yep. And uh, I think I remember something too. Uh, we won't talk about the uh, the fun time, the fu the bedroom fun time, <laughs> but the uh, the bathroom. You've got something too, like isn't it like who died in here? Or was it it smells like, like something died in here, and it yes. turns on the exhaust fan. <laughs> I love that. I that's love that. Awesome. I love that you set up your exhaust fan. Like, well, it's probably just the switch, but that's it awesome. is, and that was actually tricky because when they installed it, they installed it in a one gang double switch, top and bottom, yeah. and. There's like only one switch on the market that's a smart switch that actually does that. Mm. And it was really tricky 
to actually, now we have one installed in both too. And basically you have a dimmer on the top and the bottom is just a relay that just controls the fan on and off. Yeah. But the dimmer will control the bulb. Okay. But yeah. And that's, so another thing that's helpful. The commands are great though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We try to, you know, make there, you can do it normal or you can make some fun ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, it, those are the helpful things that are like, you know what? My exhaust fans on, you know, you go in there, you take the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? And then you walk out, you don't want to turn the fan off. Right. So all of our exhaust fans, you leave them on and there's a timer on them that when you turn them on after so long, they just turn off. Same thing. You get out of the shower and it's, you know what I mean? The exhaust fan doing what it does yep. to get the humidity out. You don't want to leave and then leave it on, but you got to go to work after an hour. It turns off. Saves on electricity, cool. nice. things like that. You know what I mean? There are a lot of helpful things that also yeah. come into play there. Yeah, my wife would appreciate the exhaust fan. Uh, actually, <laughs> right before right before we left, I said, Katie, what's your favorite thing we've done? And she said, when I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, there's a motion sensor under the bed on her side yeah. that when it sees motion... After a certain time, until a certain time, her light turns on. And so she can see to walk to the bathroom. And when she comes back out, the motion sensor picks her up again, turns on so she can see her way back to bed. And it's only on until motion is no longer detected. That's awesome. And then it turns back off. And so for those motion sensors, that's like, it basically checks for motion every... If it sees motion, it starts a timer of 15 seconds and checks again. So like if it's 10 seconds and it sees motion again, it starts that again. Yeah. That's just like the design of it. Yeah. So now see that would be perfect, especially like when kids start getting older, getting up and going to the bathroom to install that. Yeah. So that's the way kids getting up. They don't have to worry about flipping things on. It, you know, they have certain lights that come on so that way they can see at night. That so is very useful. Door sensors on our door and the kids' bedrooms doors yeah. and my office. So that when the door is opened, so let's say between this time and this time, which is, you know, bedtime, if that door opens, then a light will turn on in the living room so that the kid can see their way through. That's cool. I mean, so Keely, I mean, Milo's not walking, so, so Keely can see her way through. And then also our lights turn on to warn us that she's up and that she'll probably be coming in <laughs> because you don't know how many times you wake up and there's just a kid standing there. Oh, man. Just staring oh, man. At you. you know what I mean? <laughs> so now we got the lights coming on to say, hey, you know, now Prepare you're going to know. Prepare yourself. Yeah. But here comes a child, maybe sick. I have no idea what's coming in right now. But. Yeah. <laughs> routines, uh, wake up routines, nighttime routine. So Keely knows every night before she goes to bed, she tells Google good night. It turns her lights to dim the colors that she want, that she wanted set up. Mm -hmm. It tells her what she's got on her calendar tomorrow. We keep a calendar for her just so it will do this. So it tells her she's got school tomorrow or she doesn't or whatever. I think she wanted the weather, so it tells her what the weather is tomorrow. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? That's right. And then, like, she loves it. And she and then it plays. Uh, it actually plays. I don't know if you've ever listened to Phil Kagey. Oh, yeah. She, it plays Phil Kagey Beyond Nature every night that's for her. Awesome. And she loves it. And yeah. we're just like, this is nuts. But <laughs> The one guy Jimi Hendrix said was a better guitar player than he was was yeah. Phil Kagey. And nuts. That's crazy. And doesn't he, like, have, like, parts of his fingers missing or something like that? Hey, I think... Uh, 
I think when he was young, like his middle finger got yeah. like cut off yeah. halfway or something. Amazing guitar player. No, but that's cool. You know, it's funny here at church. Uh, coming to this church, they're not smart lights, but every time you walk into a room, it's just motion. Mm-hmm. So they come on. And now when I go home, it's smart. It, yeah, it's smart. But now when I go home, like I get used to it. Well, I walk mm. into a room and I'm be like, oh, where's the switch? Can I go back and turn it on? So like I get so used to here. Every time I walk into a room, the lights come on. I'm like, that's yeah. nice. But yeah, so you, you could have a it. presence sensor on your phone so that when you get home, the light just turns on anyway. That's pretty cool too. Or if your, if your door unlocks, it turns on the light. Okay. So you could, you yeah. know, come off of different things like that. That's cool. So we so do have, we have, we have two smart locks too on our doors. So that's the other thing in the garage is we have a smart lock on there so that we can. Now, what do you do? You're at your, uh, Katie and the kids are gone. You're in bed and all of a sudden like motions are coming on that there's something out there and you walk out there and there's nothing there. Are you freaking out at that point? No, I don't get out of bed first because I've got cameras in enough uh, places that I can just look and see what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like if there's motions and you don't see anything out there, man, that would be like one thing. Like if it's like malfunction or like pick something up. Yeah. Like, what's out there? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because even like our backyard, like our ring uh, for our pool, it has the lights. So that yeah. way it picks up motion. And if I'm ever in the back of the house and I see that light come on, do I meet like pull up the camera? And I don't see anything back there. I'm like, what caused that? Yeah, and, very uh, typical. Yeah. So Nest Google, yeah, just released. I mean, their pre-order right now, but their new wave of their outdoor camera and their doorbell, and they're actually doing local processing on it, meaning when it sees motion, it can tell if it's just a leaf blown across mm-hmm. or if it's a person. Yeah. And it's not going to turn on. They're, they're releasing one that has a floodlight. It's the first time Google's released that. But if it's not a person, it won't even turn that on. Yeah. Like you can kind of set it to say so if it's an animal or, or, or just a motion or even a car, you can even say if it's a vehicle, don't turn it on. But, or you can tell it to turn it on for so those. We have a nest. I actually I forgot. Yeah. I'm sp- super smart. We Holding have a nest. out here. Yeah, well, actually, I've not even used it on my phone because for whatever reason, when the power went out one time, like, it only would go to, like, Clarissa's phone. It would not allow my phone to do it. I don't know what the deal was. I need someone smarter than me to figure it out. Okay. And smarter than my wife. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. She's probably you listening just did. to this. Clarissa? <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Clarissa. Oh, yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa, my beautiful wife. <laughs> so... It does. It uh, actually did do that. Like you, we got like a few, like a month or two months free of like the premium where yeah. you could go back and like yeah. I don't, I don't really need that. We do it to make sure the kids aren't pulling the stuffing out of their pillows because so they're the, having you got a the pretend smoke. Yeah, yep. But it it does, it does. I believe still tell me like person detected yep. or motion detected because when the AC pops on and the curtains start moving. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, it was freaking me out. It would be, like, motion detected. And so I'm like, look on. And then I don't see anything. I'm like, what's going on? And then I realize, oh, motion detected, curtains, then person detected. So that was kind of cool. I had to do that with our front ring because, obviously, it's on the street. So every car that went by would, like, give a notification. Well, first, I'd turn those notifications off. But they also have the person detected. So that way, if I'm going back... It will say like motion detected, but when I see red person, I know okay, mm-hmm. someone was on our porch. Let's yeah. see what that is real quick. So well, you can imagine our our doorbell faces thirteen. Oh yeah. yeah. So we do not pay for twenty four seven recording. 
but it's pretty much recording 24-7. We've caught several wrecks on our camera, and and police have knocked and said, can we have that? And I've had to email video footage of accidents that have happened right outside. We've had (laughs) our backyard, when it's gone on, it's, it's picked up spider webs. Yeah. I'll go to watch it and all of a sudden I'll just see like this thing go across. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's picking up spiders, but yeah. Fun stuff. Well, I think we're good there to end there tonight. Just not Justin, Josh, if you had to say like, if someone wanted to get into this, what is like the first two to three steps that they need to do to like start the smart home process? Your voice assistant would be the first thing you would want to make a decision on. You could have both, but that would, the hardest thing is the confusion. So the first thing is, what do you want to accomplish? The second thing is, okay, now how do I get there without having 4011 different things? Yeah. And then opening up six different apps so you can do simple tasks. Mm -hmm. The idea is to try to get as much as you can that's compatible with with what you're doing. Right. But uh, I will say light bulbs are the easiest. Philips Hue are expensive, but they're the easiest because that you get a hub just for Philips Hue. Everything runs through that hub. You lose internet, that's okay. You can still control everything through the hub. Yeah. But in order to control it from away from home, you'll have to have internet. Wi-Fi. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so there's like a there's like a safety net there where some things, if you can't do it locally, it has to send something to the cloud and back. That makes it harder. Hence, all of your Wi-Fi devices like Lifex bulbs and things like that. But Philips used the easiest thing to get into and the most accurate color wise. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, And if you're ever looking for a home, look for an old firehouse because their house is pretty sweet. (laughs) It's It's pretty awesome. Very cool. All right. So now we are going in to the six, five, six, five. And it is my turn tonight. So I'm going to be doing this. And hey, Josh, if you want to jump in on this, you know, feel free. But Tonight I'm going to be talking uh, a little bit about a a devotional I read this week. Um, You know, in this podcast we talk about leadership a lot. And um, the thing is, whether we are uh, leaders at uh, our workplace or not, we're we're leaders somewhere in our life. Whether it is at work, whether it's coaching, like we had Ryan on here last week, whether it's at church, whether you're leading a small group, at your home, we are all leaders over something, basically. So I I decided, you know, I want to do this devotion. I found this devotion. It was called biblical leadership so i was reading it and one of these devotions it was funny because i was reading it and it was on servant leadership it was basically going off the characteristics of jesus and how jesus led and he led as a servant and it was funny because that same day someone i think it was here at church had to do a devotion and they talked about uh, being servants first and uh and so i was like man so i was doing a little bit more reading so i kind of wanted to share that tonight Uh, because the thing is if we look at jesus Obviously, we see one of the best leaders that we can ever look toward, too. Um, but there was that difference, is that he was a servant leader. Now, well, one thing I always say, like, as far as, like, the Christian lifestyle, I said it, it always kind of goes against the grain of what we want to do as humans. Because as humans, we're selfish people. And so to say, like, especially if you're a leader, that you're going to be a servant leader, that kind of goes against the, the grain. Because all of a sudden, if we get a little bit of power, sometimes that can go to our head. But Jesus showed that even as a leader, that he still was to serve others. And the devotion went off of Luke 22, 24 through 26. Uh, it's a conversation uh, 
with some glory-seeking disciples, basically. And this is how it goes. It says, a dispute uh, also arose among them as to which of one of them would be regarded as the greatest. And Jesus, he said, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are to be called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become the youngest, and the leader as the one who serves. So basically, the first will be last, but he says the leader needs to be the one who serves other. Again, that goes against the grain. Our human nature, we want the power, we want the glory. Uh, But Jesus shows what being a great leader isn't about self-seeking glory. It's about self-giving. Whether you're a church person or not, this leadership style could work for you. Because really, as leaders, especially over the people that uh, you are leading, do you know what makes those people tick? What are their goals? As leaders, we should know what those people's goals, aspirations are. What are their passions in those jobs? What are their passions uh, in that sport? Because if we don't know those people and we aren't putting those people first, how are we going to lead them well? Because a lot of times as leaders, we may look at, you know, what benefits me the most? When really, are we creating a culture that's helping everyone grow together? And actually, you know what? Servant leadership promotes innovation. Because if you're a leader who's like, I'm going to do it my way, people around the table aren't really going to be speaking up much because they're like, you know, there's not a whole lot of respect for my voice. But if you're that servant leadership that, man, I want some great people around me and different, you know, expertises, then it creates innovation. Um, So, yeah, so leadership should all be about being humble. Give glory to others when things go right and assume all the responsibility when things go wrong, right? That's the hardest thing. So, Basically, like for me, it's like to take a step back in my leading like that servant. And uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my word today. No, that's a good word. That's, uh, the servant leadership is a big thing that's out in the business world right now too. Um, that's a, a big push. Um, I like to look at it from a biblical sense because I think Jesus is the ultimate and the best example that we have of what that looks like and and how to ride the the fine lines between you know serving um being compassionate but also being honest too so you know Jesus is the ultimate example of that and uh actually rather recently within the last year year and a half uh my boss recommended to me to read actually a book called The Servant and it's all about that servant leadership. That's by James James Hunter. And then there's a follow-up to that, a uh, sequel uh, called The Culture. And it's kind of the, the people who learned everything in that first book. Uh, they meet up for a reunion. And then they realize that no one was doing the things that, <laughs> that they had all learned in their meeting together. So they had to kind of relearn and, and kind of dive into that. And I also think of... You know, kind of the military um, aspect, too, of, you know, leaders eat last, um, that kind of thing. And and I think of, you know, you said, you know, take ownership. I think of the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink mm-hmm. and Leif Babin. Babin, Babin. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. But there's, there's multiple things uh, and multiple avenues that uh, you can go to as a listener, whoever's listening, to look and find and see examples of servant leadership. We believe, and I believe it's, you know, it's kind of fact, 
you, you read through the Bible, whether you're a Christian, whether you believe, whether or not, Jesus is still the ultimate example of what to look for. Mm. Um, but there's other examples too, other other avenues of, of places to go and, and look and see some examples of that too. Yep. Um, I'm continuing to try and, and be better at that myself um, daily. I fail a lot, uh, but I, I you get a lot better too. I you know keep other people in mind. How how am I meeting your needs? Yeah, um, I, I'm a big John Maxwell fan too, and there's a lot of the stuff he teaches is you know not so much about you, but how are you instilling into others? How are you helping others grow? How are you helping others who help others grow? And, yeah, and just that whole philosophy. I like it. Yeah, and just the idea of, man, if, if something goes right or if you achieve your goals, you're giving the glory to everyone else. But, man, if things go wrong, you assume all that ownership yourself. So that's, like, one of, the, like, the toughest things is is that right there. But this has been a good episode. Josh, we're glad that you've been on, man. Yeah, for sure. We'll have good we'll time. have you on in a couple of months, talk some baseball. Hopefully we've got some good baseball to talk about in October. So Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I You know, I enjoy watching baseball the most in October. You know, I could sit out all summer long. Oh, which I mean, let's be honest, I have. I've got <laughs> I've got the three kids running around now or two running around, one laying around pooping and crying. But uh <laughs> but I mean, I've been out, but come October, I'll probably watch yeah, every game there is to watch. Yeah. It's just something about it, man. Well, see for me, like I love baseball's my favorite sport, but what I love about it is every night I can just have it on and do other things. Like, I don't have to, like, focus on it. Like, whereas, like, a football game, I'm like, no, I, my focus has got to be on this all times. But, like, no, the Reds play about every night. I can mm-hmm. turn it on, watch it, and then, like, you know, it's still on after Judy goes to bed, so then I can watch, like, the last four or five innings yeah. and really pay attention to it. But Baseball's great for the main attraction, but it's also very good for background noise. Yeah. It can really do – it can do it all. Yeah. I can talk some baseball. (laughs) I believe that what you put into baseball, you will get equal amount or more back. So if you don't watch at all, it won't matter. But the more you watch, the more. I I don't think there's a limit. I'd have to agree with that. I'd have to agree with that. And we will get more into that in October because that is when the more you put into it, the more you get into those games, the more you get out of it. You get just as pumped for these football games as you do for the uh, football. You get just as pumped for these October baseball games as you do for like a big primetime football game. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. So it's just harder because you you don't you have to do it more than once a week. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Which is what people don't want to commit to. Yes. Well, yeah, we need to stop there because I'm already wanting to talk about October baseball <laughs> and why and why I, I think it's the best time to watch sports is in October. But we will get to that in October. We'll talk about it. So, Josh, check out um, Bridge to Bucktober. Um, give him some likes. Subscribe to him. Listen to it. Check him out on Facebook or Instagram. Both. Do you have Facebook? Both. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Facebook, Twitter. A little more active on Twitter than we are anything else. Okay. Bridge, the number two, Bucktober. Okay. We do a little more tweeting than we do anything else. I'm not a Facebook guy and... Well, I don't take pictures, so I'm not an Instagram guy either. We need to probably do something on there, but <laughs> we aren't Instagram people either yeah. at, at all either. But as a youth, as a youth pastor, I'm told Facebook's not cool, so I'm always no, like, yeah, it's not Facebook with a question mark." So. Yeah, our moms use Facebook yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it became their parent social media. Your moms and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> 
So give him some love, Josh. Thank you for coming on. And this has been a wrap. Remember to always stay manly. Manly.